0: Michigan Liberation is a statewide network of people and organizations organizing to end the criminalization of black families and communities of color in Michigan. We envision a state without mass incarceration, mass policing, and punishment. We envision a state with the best public education in the nation, single payer healthcare, and thriving black and brown communities. Here on the Respect the Rules podcast, we will lift up the stories and experiences of those impacted by mass incarceration, collective ties to the criminal legal system, and the frontline efforts to end mass incarceration.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Miss Marjan, and I want to welcome you to Michigan Liberation's Respect the Roots podcast, everybody. Today, we have in the studio none other than Ray Lanier, the executive. <laughs> <laughs> director of Michigan Liberation and then also we got one of our amazing board members Rebecca Gray what's going on everybody hey hey, hey. they're like hey <laughs> hey let me tell you something anything goes in the boom boom room the Michigan Lib boom boom room right well anyway we're gonna get right into it I want to know from the both of you Who is Michigan Liberation? I could say a lot of things about Michigan Liberation, but who is Michigan Liberation? Let's start with Ray. (laughs) (laughs) I'm putting you on the... I know, we both looked at
0: each other. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so who is Michigan Liberation? Um, We are a group of formerly incarcerated and directly impacted people fighting to transform uh, the criminal legal system. And by transform, we mean uh, in mass incarceration. Uh, that's in a nutshell. I'll, I'll pass it over to, to Becca.
1: <laughs> we,
0: Becca. oh, thanks, Ray. Um,
2: so we have uh, a long history of organizing together and focusing on leadership development and taking care of each other and investing in uh, our staff and running a bottom-up organization that um, really Digs deep and grapples with our values and how to um, have that play out as campaign wins and
1: organizational progress. Wow, you guys came prepared, (laughs) y'all! I'm telling you, we we, we're bad. They're bad. Leah, y'all go ahead, give each other high five. I saw that girl power, (laughs) right? (laughs) But anyway, I mean, thank you so much for that because I want people to fully understand who Michigan Liberation is, for real. And it's so much more. We know that. But also, just tell us, like, the history as far as how, Respect the Roots, where did that come from? And I know Ray, I'm looking at Ray, right? Do, do you know a little bit about that, Rebecca? Rebecca the, was there. Yeah. Rebecca oh, 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 yeah. oh, yeah. so both of you. Okay, so, so tell me, um, Ray.
0: Yeah, um, so our origin story, um, the short of it is, you know, we were a group of, directly impacted people um, who had spent time uh, building power with each other and winning campaigns and being organizers and, and, yeah, and coming to a point where we felt there was a ceiling, right, in our right. ability to build power um, and, and really win the power that we needed to. And, and so a group of us uh, came together uh, and it was this crazy conversation of like, what if we actually did this ourselves? Like we're basically already sort of doing
1: it. Right. You were already in the nonprofit type of field, but you were like, look what if, what about we do branch off and do this yeah, on our own? And
0: I feel like the need to clarify a little bit because everybody, you know, wants to have a nonprofit and it's really something that's not for the faint of heart. Um, it wasn't that we wanted to do it ourselves, it was that I think we felt there needed to be a fundamental shift. And the way that these organizations were run, um, mm. where there was less of a focus on exploitation of both, you know, the employees and the people that the employees are charged to work with. Right. And right. actually spending time and resources developing their leadership. Uh, mm. So that was the turning point for us. And back then we were crazy enough to think that we could actually get away with it. Right. I don't know if you remember it differently, Becca.
2: That's, that's what I, yeah, when I think of Respect the Roots, I think of shifting away from being forced to uh follow plans that had us tokenizing our leaders and sort of bringing people in through relationship and connection and stories and uh ambitions for um you know people closest to the problem having the most information about what needs to change um and figuring out how to make our own space to to do that and like you said as well for for staff um of the organization, we have um, long, you know, considered what it means to really respect the work and the the needs and the full lives of the people who are doing the the change-making work.
0: Yeah, wow. I mean, wow. we often say, uh, people who are closest to the problems are closest to the solutions. Okay, repeat that so again. <laughs> no, 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 do that
1: again, Ray. Drop so, that. you drop the
0: nugget. So we often say, <laughs> You know, people who are closest to the problems are closest to the solutions, but furthest away from resources and power. And I think that thought is sort of what has grounded, you know, the the body of our work.
1: Wow. Respect the roots. So walk us through it. 2018, all this is happening, right? And what, you you get your five oh one C three and I know it's like <laughs> not even yet. Not, qu- not quite hilarious, uh, yeah. <laughs> Still working on it. Yeah. You know the name, the the okay, respect the roots, I mean I mean I think we went for the heart of it, Because right? we went for the
2: five oh one C four in the pack, just you know right. on the technical end of things. We went for that yeah, the... I
0: mean like well, first of all, our original name was supposed to be My Power. Uh, I don't know if you remember right. that, but uh, turns out that's a, a small utility company in the state of Michigan. So we're like, oh, what that's, are we, what right. are we gonna do? Oh, shoot, and let's take it right. And I mean, <laughs> on, you know, it was twenty eighteen. It was a midterm year, just like this year is. Um, and you know, back then the the movement scene was a little different. It was definitely more conservative on the left, and were like liberation were very sort of taboo and loaded um and you know we were in a rebellious state right. and we we're just like well michigan liberation like we'll we'll make people talk about it and and there was a lot of back and forth on will we be able to get funding right Will people think right. we're too radical but i sort of remember you know us ultimately settling on using liberation as an invitation, right, on what that could actually be. Um, and, yeah, I, I think that was sort of, like, where where we were at. And, I mean, as far as paperwork, we did... We did not go to school for this. We did not know how to wow. run an organization. We didn't know anything about boards. We knew all that stuff had to happen to be official, and we, we figured it out. But we were organizers first. And like I said, it was a midterm year, and we knew how to hit the pavement. So once we got all the paperwork uh, together, we just hit the streets as hard as we could. Um, wow. That was the skill set that we knew we had in spades.
1: Wow. Now, I'm going to say this. Um, Our board members are the bomb because Rebecca, I'm going to tell you, Rebecca, everybody who's listening, watching, Rebecca has been to my place and dropped off these self-care packages. (laughs) Shout out to Rebecca. So, Rebecca, you got to tell us, what has it been like being a board member of Michigan Liberation? Because sometimes, let's be real, y'all, there are times where we have, you hear about board members and you never see them. They're just like names on a website or a piece of paper, but they're never—you never get a chance to interact with them. They're just kind of like just there. So you got to tell us, Rebecca, what has it been like being a board member? You know, a Michigan Liberation Board member. That is.
2: Yeah, it's been it's been so wonderful. Um, my background is also being an organizer, um, but I had uh, well, I had just had a baby when we started, so I was sort of shifting away from frontlines work, and we needed some board members to be compliant. And so I said that, you know, that that I can do. And uh, it has been, of course, a journey and a process of figuring out this this question of how does an organization have a board first and foremost to, to exist, but also to do some organizational support and safeguarding, um, sometimes care packages, sometimes writing handbooks with, you know, a, a group of people sort of hashing that out together so it isn't a top-down process. Um, and, it, I mean, it has been so inspiring because we had theorized about how organizations could function uh, for so long without having boards be, like you said, mysterious, removed, occasionally just sort of exerting power in ways that were not necessarily aligned with uh, the overall best interest or the direction the organization was already moving. And so it has just been a really um, interesting experiment with having this board that Work so differently and more collaboratively with the organization, and it, I mean, it's also this organization is super inspiring to to be a part of, and
1: right, that's yeah. what's cool, and that's cool that you're you're used to being well, you you know what organizing is, and let's touch let's talk about that a little bit. What is organizing? Because we have organizers in Michigan Liberation, but what is an organizer? You know what I mean? Yeah. For example, I, I know. I, I, hey, I'm throwing that out. Uh, <laughs> I'm throwing I like, that in the I'll quiz. I, Um, (laughs) right? Like, wait a minute, that wasn't on the list, but, but no, I I know you guys are, it's dear, near and dear to your heart. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, organizers can be anyone, but our focus is, you know, on building and maintaining relationships, um, so that we have enough power either in the form of, um, people or resources, uh, to, Build the communities we want to live in, right, that are aligned with our values. Organizers are our trust brokers, right? They are um, not necessarily uh, issue experts, but we are the ones who are going to call the question, right, create the space um, for us to find solutions. Um, you got a different? I could not say that. just <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, I mean... <laughs>
1: you said ditto (laughs) right ditto but you know and you touched up you're so you're so right ray because i remember talking to tim our deputy director shout out to tim and he was saying organizers solve um problems yep you know because you'll find that there's so many issues going on especially with the campaigns which we're going to talk about in a couple of minutes um that we have going on right now michigan liberation we are there to help solve problems and everything you know provide the solutions. And I was like, that's a good way because you're constantly being dealt with problems. And a lot of people want to complain about these problems. But where are the solutions? Where are the countermeasures to help us get, you know, through this? Okay. So I I just love that. But, you know, I didn't know what an organizer was when I first came to Michigan Liberation. I I mean, I I consider myself organized. <laughs> now you're organized or not. Quit behind the bike. I see you in the field, Marsha. I'm telling you, and it's been so cool to um participate in some of the the activities that we've had in Michigan Liberation. And i and that's my next thing. I know I didn't put it on the little outline everything, but just think of a time you know, during it's four years, yeah. Happy birthday, Michigan Liberation, yeah. right? Woo-hoo. This was the month four years ago. You know what I mean? You started this. And look at it now. So what has, what, I mean, tell us, what are some things, I mean, I, I'll start off. I think the thing that really, it's been two and a half years for me, when we shut down 8 Mile. Yeah. That was it. My mom even came to see that mess. <laughs> Not mess, I mean, we shut that mess down. And I was like, there's no way we're going to shut down 8 Mile. I, 8 Mile is so powerful, but we shut it down for a minute. And, and it was a peaceful you know, you know, kind of protest, but it was amazing to see that that we meant business, and that's one thing I can say about Michigan Liberation: we show up and we show out.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Period. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: period. We, we, we try to, um, at any rate. Uh, yeah, I think what like proud, proud moments in the org. Um, I mean, I'm super proud of just our contribution to Michigan's movement infrastructure. Um, I feel like that's something that is long lasting and sustaining and that lives outside of myself or Becca or um, even our staff. But um, you know, dur- during that summer in 2020, um, before 8 Mile, we had a series of intense conversations about how people were gonna be able to be safe on the streets. Um, newly activated people and what it that would require and it turns out it required a lot but we were able to train so many people on street safety and help organize movement lawyers um, that ultimately got a lot of those folks uh, charges dropped um, we we're bailing out people left and right with yeah. um, our bail fund. And this year, uh, we've actually launched our statewide legal defense fund as a complement to that bail fund. And so when I think about the things that, you know, don't require a face, but that that impact so many people, I'd I'd have to say that's probably my number one. But there's, as you so know, many. so many. So
1: yeah. many. What about you, Rebecca? What comes to mind?
2: You know me, scrolling around with my (laughs) self-care packages and I'm thinking about the behind the scenes, you know, and um, it was really one of my favorites from the the early days where we were trying to figure out how to um, pull all these things off without burning ourselves out and while... Um, just dealing with everything that we're all dealing with in our in our lives, with the, the healing retreats that we did with Healing by Choice and with Marsha Lee, um, and just I just think of her being like afternoons are for cherries and chocolate, and having us all <laughs> dance to Lizzo on her porch and uh, the wow. journaling and just the reflection space that, uh, that, and we continue to carve out for ourselves um, and what that means to us, you know, in terms of this being so much about each of us growing along with the organization and adding that into the power that we that we build.
0: Yeah, I, I have to cut in. Um, <laughs> one, because Becca does not get her flowers. Like, Becca has been our backbone unseen um, since yes. day one. And I always say the most powerful people are the ones you don't see, okay? Folks rarely see Becca. Um, but that series of healing by choice I believe was foundational for the success of the org because a lot of folks get burnt out in this work. Um, They carry a lot of very real resentments um, and it's hard to know how to let that go and move forward together. Like um, that was a a great foundation. I'm so grateful that you took all that time. It was 18 months that we spent on that internal work um, setting us up for our success. So thank you, Becca. Such fond memories.
2: Yeah. Our Thanks,
1: God. Ray. Oh, it's, <laughs> I'm like trying to be chill. Like, oh, oh. Thanks Man. for having me. <laughs> well, we've got like about 10 minutes, y'all. Can you believe the time is going by? Yeah. And it's like, I want to also touch upon some of the things going on within Liber- um, Michigan Liberation this year currently, you know, the campaigns. And, you know, we're going to definitely have some of the organizers that are dealing with these campaigns on, you know, the podcast and everything, but... Ray and Becca, just tell us some of the things that are going on right now with Michigan Liberation, how people can get involved and and all that good stuff and and whatnot. Because, you know, that's one thing. I see a lot of people, um, when they see my shirt, y'all see this? I'm wearing it on my chest. Yes, yes. Whether I'm going to the gym or the grocery store, people stop me and they're like, who is Michigan Liberation? Especially with the bag. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it, it, it it's so mind blowing. I'm like, oh yeah, Michigan Liberation. They're like, oh, I want to get involved, or I, you know, I want to help out and everything. So I think it's now time to talk about what's going on. You know, the meat and potatoes. You know, of Michigan Liberation, what's going on with our campaigns and yeah. and and you mentioned the uh, Super PAC and all that. You know, people want to know what what is that. You know,
0: yeah, yeah. What's the pack? So, yeah, I mean, Michigan Liberation is sort of like our our umbrella. It's it's everything, but we are actually comprised of three legal entities because of complexities with uh, Michigan law. Um, So we have uh, our training and development that's housed uh, through Michigan Liberation Education Fund. Uh, That's more of like the C3 space uh, for legal compliance. Um, Our C4 work, which is our main vehicle, is called Action for Liberation. Um, And that's where we do the bulk of our work, where we are lobbying candidates, we're finding folks to run, Uh, you know, telling people why we've chosen a person based off of uh, their stance on issues. And then in election years, like this one, we have our super PAC, which allows us to actually say, you can vote for this person that we stand behind. And so that all makes up Michigan um, liberation. And um, we're, as far as the work, you know, we're, we're building on, um, our previous wins. So, um, in 2018, you know, we, uh, helped elect, um, Governor Whitmer, uh, Secretary of State Benson, Attorney uh, General Dana Nessel. Um, in 2020, we built on that, uh, by winning two out of our four prosecutor races. Um, so Carrie McDonald and Mm -hmm. Ellie Savitt, we were also, um, you know, in the the game to flip the Michigan Supreme Court, which we did uh, when Welsh and McCormick uh, were elected, and this year, uh, we plan to build on all of those successes. So um, not only is, um, you know, Governor Whitmer and Nessel and Benson up for re-election, we also have two more seats um, that are up on Michigan's Supreme Court. And so uh, we'll be heavily in that fight because uh, we honor the privilege that Michigan has to be able to actually choose our justices. Um, And then, you know, we have um, the reproductive rights uh, fight that's happening here. Um, and I like to really say bodily autonomy because it's, it's a personal freedoms um, issue. It just so happens to affect birthing people in this instance. But black birthing folks have come together and put a constitutional amendment, which means we will not have to rely on either party um, on whether or not um, we get a say in what to do with our bodies. And so, we're hoping to push that over the winning line uh, in November. And all yeah, of this is, in, yeah, all of this is important uh, because we have, you know, care not criminalization going on. We have uh, clean slate expungement going on, which you've been a, a huge part of, uh, Marjan. We're in the fight to end cash bail um, and 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 decarceration in general, so, um, Hit us up on our website. Follow us on social media is probably the
1: quickest way to tap in. Yes, yes, that's what's up. And, Rebecca, tell us, you know, yeah. once again, being a board member, what is going on within the Michigan Liberation board member? You know, stuff that you can reveal. You know, we know you got your little <laughs> secrets, too, but, <laughs> <laughs> but... paperwork. <laughs> um... well, you know, because sometimes we don't you know. Some people who are listening may not even know what a board member does. You yeah. know what I'm
2: saying? Yeah, I also want to lift up the the Care Not Criminalization work. So I also am a board member for my local school board, and Michigan Liberation has a platform through the Care Not Criminalization brilliant campaign around um, not criminalizing mental health care, providing mental health care. So folks who are running for school board or know people running for school board or care about this issue in your schools, um, Michigan Liberation has a great four-point platform to push school board candidates to... Support mental health care for students, and um, uh, do I want to say changes? Do I want to say updates? Do I want to say honesty in curriculum? I mean, there's a lot to a lot to unpack there, but issues around curriculum and around student care, and uh, not criminalizing students, and not having, you know, armed guards in in schools. Um, so that's that's you know a major uh, connection for me and source of energy with the with the organization. Um, you know, and then behind the scenes, we are we treat the board as another training and development space. So the board members that we recruit are people who are really aligned with the values and the vision um, and not afraid of talking about liberation and about abolition and about um, the sort of the the long-term vision of the organization and then uh, are able to serve as board members and have the the training to understand how we Run a board meeting or how we manage a budget and sort of ask the right questions from a like a treasury perspective and um, are resourced to uh, sort of grow as leaders from from being on the board. Um, and also, you know, grapple with questions around um, how we balance board and executive power to have an organization that is, that is compliant and healthy and continues to be grassroots and bottom up and, and really respect the roots. So the decision making power about, for example, who we're endorsing for, um, for candidates is something that is generated by the base. Um, but the board is informed of and is able to sort of track and manage any, you know, 30,000 foot view perspective. So
1: Wow, y'all, some badass chicks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't no trying here, because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I have interviewed, I've spoke with a lot of nonprofits, and especially like with the boards. You just look at the makeup of the board, and it's like, okay, you got this person on here because they're a doctor. You got this person on here because they're a lawyer. They, or the name, and it's not about name dropping here at Michigan Liberation. It's yeah. about doing the work, respecting the roots for real. You know what I mean, and I have to say kudos. That's why I've been attached to Michigan Liberation for two and a half years. You know, because I'm telling you, it, we 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 do what we say we're gonna do. You know what I mean, everybody? Hey, yeah, you know you know what's up. <laughs> but before we get out of here, we got about four minutes, and like I said, time is gonna fly by. But is there anything you want people who are listening or watching to know? You know, whether they're formerly incarcerated dealing with mental illness, right? You mentioned reproductive justice, you know what I mean? Kind of issues or situations and anything you want people to know, you know? I'll kick it off because I'm always throwing some things at y'all, right? (laughs) I want people to know that, I guess my two and a half years here is that Michigan Liberation is a place not only for the formerly incarcerated, but those impacted. Like, I had a lady interview me from Washington County and her son is incarcerated and I let her know you know what after this interview take my number go to our website and join one of our core teams you know what I'm saying it's about helping the community you know and and she was just so almost in tears and blown away because she's like oh I'm so excited I wish I knew about you guys years ago when he maybe first you know got in the system but I've even had people from prison call me Hey, I heard you guys are getting ready to do a podcast. Can I be on it? I got enough minutes, on, you know, yeah. to call. And I'm, they're waiting to tell their story. That's why we did this podcast, y'all, so people can tell their stories. So I don't know. Is there something you want to, a nugget you want to leave people today?
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously go on our website, follow us on social media, easiest way to tap in. Um, but to, to those who um, feel like, you know, I, I wish I had known about you You know, six months ago, two years ago Um, We exist and we are here specifically for that We we wished we existed five, ten years ago Um, Do not throw your power away There are billions of dollars raised and spent To make sure you are disinterested and feel powerless But know that when we organize, we win So find us um, or sit tight Because we'll probably come find you (laughs)
1: <laughs> right, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Thank you, Ray and Rebecca. I know you're gonna take us on home. Take us on home, Rebecca.
0: Okay, that was
2: beautiful. <laughs> I will just add, you know, come come ready to bond. We are we are relationship oriented people and just ha- always have more interest in meeting more people and um build you know, building more connections and
1: Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up, y'all. That's what's up. Thank you. Thank you. I know I said that was the last thing. But, it, but I mean, we got a little bit more time. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, everybody. know it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's only like a minute left or so. But here's the thing, everybody. Make sure you check us out on My Liberation. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're even on TikTok. and We're about to get that started. We're on. We have a YouTube channel. <laughs> And everything. And this is our first episode. So kudos to us. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Ray. Thank you. I want to thank my my special guests, my family, you know what I mean? And all of you. And I'm talking to all of you who are listening, who are watching. Thank you so much. We couldn't have done this without you and everything to all our partners, our funders. Our sponsors. You know what I mean? Any any other anybody? Am I leaving anybody out in the next 30 seconds? You know what? Seconds? Everybody <laughs> the whole family. The whole family. Come build power with us. To those who are building power
0: with us, thank you. For those who want to build power, come find us, but come build power with us.
1: Yes, yes. All right. So till next time. Hey, here on the Michigan Liberation Respect the Roots podcast. Hey, we'll see you. We'll see you. If we don't see you in the studio, we're going to see you, what, out in the streets. Right, Rebecca right Ray? Catch you in traffic. And Ray and That's Rebecca. That's happening. <laughs> I didn't know we had a protest. With All
0: right. <laughs> hey, I love Jim. you. Yeah. Bye,
1: y'all. Bye, everybody. Michigan Liberation Education Fund C3 conducts grassroots organizing leadership development, and civic engagement activities. Michigan Liberation C4 and Michigan Liberation Action Fund, i.e., are sister organizations.